Hello, everyone. Welcome to the May 2nd episode of the Bacon Bets podcast, the second round of the NHL playoffs preview episode of the Bacon Bets podcast, and the curse is finally over, at least one half of the curse. The Toronto Maple Leafs have won a playoff series. I can't believe it. Not only did the Toronto Maple Leafs win a playoff series, the Boston Bruins, the regular season record-breaking Boston Bruins, blew a 3-1 series lead to the 8-seed Florida Panthers. What a world. I feel like I'm living in bizarro world this morning as I sit down to record this podcast. One of the best weekends of my life this past year, watching those two results go down. It's it, it's a shame. Uh, and as of recording this, also the Boston Celtics are down one nothing in their NBA series against uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. I just I, I feel bad for the city of Boston. They haven't had enough championships. They've suffered nothing but heartbreak throughout their entire lives as Boston sports fans. Uh, the Patriots have historically always sucked. Uh, the Celtics have never won a championship. So it, it's it's just a shame to see also the Boston Bruins lose after such a good NHL season. Uh, now, I do have to do a little bit of a victory lap about the Bruins, but not too much one because I didn't pick them to lose this series. I did pick them to win this series uh, in my playoff preview episode before the first round. I didn't think they were going to win the Stanley Cup. I didn't think they'd lose this series, though. But what I said would be the issue with the Boston Bruins did kind of come to fruition um, in that they thrive this season on high shooting percentages and high save percentage. Number three in shooting percentage in the NHL, number one in save percentage in the NHL. I, along with a lot of other people who subscribe to Advanced Analytics, don't think that level of success is sustainable when the large majority of your victories are based off of shooting percentage and save percentage. And it seemed to line up more often than not that when they had a bad shooting night, Linus Allmark stood in his head and they'd win like 2-1. And when they and Linus Allmark didn't have his best game, they were shooting the lights out. And it kind of lined up that way for the majority of the season. When he looked at advanced analytics, when he looked at Corsair percentage, Fenwick percentage, expected goals percentage, high danger scoring chances... They were like 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th in the NHL. They weren't the number one team. Still a very, very good team. Someone asked me on Twitter who's a bigger fraud this year's Bruins or the Tennessee Titans in the NFL a couple years ago, and still the Tennessee Titans because they were the number one seed as an objectively bad football team. The Bruins were still a very good hockey team, uh, but they were not as good as their regular season record uh, indicated. Um, it was like something like their, their, their actual... Goal differential was 10% higher than their expected goal differential or something. Uh, I read some tweets from guys who are even deeper in the weeds with advanced analytics and hockey saying they're like one of the most quote-unquote luckiest NHL teams in the modern advanced analytics era. So it's a shame. Good riddance to the Boston Bruins. Fuck them. How about that? Uh, So now my Toronto Maple Leafs get to take on the Florida Panthers in the second round starting tonight. I'm recording this Tuesday morning, game one tonight. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but I mean, I'm going to talk about that series anyways, because, uh, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go through all four second round series, give you my series prediction, how many games each, uh, series will be decided in, and then I'll give you my pick for game one of each of the four series at a very successful first round. Uh, in terms of my series predictions, I went four and four for minus 0.05 units. So basically, um, I came out even. Uh, I wish I went with the Devils uh, over the Rangers. That was kind of the swing one, one that I was kind of deciding one way or the other, but I didn't. So I got Bruins wrong, Rangers wrong, Kings over Oilers wrong, 
and Jets over Golden Knights wrong. Uh, and then I got Kraken plus 210. Show me another person who picked a Kraken to win in the first round. Um, Hurricanes minus 205. Maple Leafs minus 155. And Stars minus 140. So it came out to basically even, but technically minus 0 0.05 units. Uh, but I crushed betting game by game. I bet every single game of the first round. And my final record for the first round of the NHL playoffs in terms of betting on every single game. Finished at... Uh, 31 wins, 18 losses, one push for 12 plus 12.87 units. So let's keep it going in the second round. Hey, I'm committed now at this point. Let's continue to bet on every single game of the NHL playoffs. If I can do it in the first round, I can keep it up. So let's dive into my series breakdown. And obviously we are going to start with my Toronto Maple Leafs. I think we're going in chronological order of when game ones happen. Because I believe tonight is the Maple Leafs and Panthers and the Stars and the Kraken. So that is where we are going to start. Uh, I will take the, I will begrudgingly take the Maple Leafs minus 165 here to win this series. I think this series is priced right at minus 165. I don't really see an edge one way or the other, but I'm going to have to bet on every single series. So I guess I'll go the Maple Leafs here. Uh, the Panthers are better than their eight seed would indicate. Um, actually, I saw, I think it was Money Puck. Yeah, moneypuck.com, who's like a go there for advanced analytics. I actually have the... Panthers with the third best chance to win the Stanley Cup. They have the Oilers, number one, 23.4%. Maple Leafs, number two, 19.2%. And the Panthers, number three, at 13.4%. So this number eight seed is very good. They had a very bad first half of their season. Turned it on in the second half for the most part. Um, maybe not from the win-loss column, uh, although they did obviously enough to make the playoffs. But from an analytics perspective, they really stepped up their game in the second half of the season. Uh, and if you look at five-on-five five numbers between these two teams, very similar, actually, in a lot of areas. Panthers finish the season fifth in five-on-five five expected goals percentage of 53.73. Maple Leafs seventh at 53.45. So actually a very slight edge in the for the Panthers when it comes to five-on-five five play. Now, where I think the difference maker is in the series and where I think the, uh, what will eventually win the series for the Leafs is two different areas, special teams and goaltending. Uh, let's start with goaltending. Ilya Samsonov uh, was the much better goaltender than... I'm assuming they're going to go with Sergei Bobrovsky for the whole series. Obviously, they started with Alex Lyon last season, or last series, but Bobrovsky kind of won it for them against the Bruins, so I assume they're going to ride with Bobrovsky. Um, and he had a save percentage of 901 in the regular season. Ilya Samsonov had a save percentage of 919. Uh, so give the goaltending edge here to Samsonov. Especially when you consider that the Panthers kind of leave their goaltenders out to dry uh, more often uh, than the Maple Leafs do. This is kind of what the Florida Panthers are. They're all offense, no defense. They may score four goals on you, but they may allow five goals. Um, and that's not just because of poor goaltending. They are a very offensive-minded team. Uh, do not play well in their own end. Um, but the biggest difference maker that you all should keep an eye on in this series is special teams. And what I mean by special teams is, of course... Power play and penalty kill. The Maple Leafs had the second best power play in the NHL in the regular season, scoring on 26.025% of sorry, 26.02% of power play opportunities. And the Panthers were bottom 10 and penalty kill. Only killed penalties at a rate of 75.95%. So you have one of the best tech, literally the second best power play unit, the best power play unit in the East going up against a bottom 10 penalty kill unit. So the Maple Leafs 
a key for their victory is uh, to take advantage of any power plays that they get. Um, and also, uh, don't forget the Maple Leafs also have home ice advantage. It was not something I expected. I thought they are going to take on the Bruins. Obviously, the Bruins would have had home ice advantage. But the Maple Leafs have it being uh, the number two seed in the division and the Panthers being a wildcard team. So I'll take the Maple Leafs, minus 165. And in terms of exact series outcome, this is... This is bold. I should learn my lesson the moment I get confidence in my Leafs. They're going to break my heart. But I'm going to take Maple Leafs in five, plus 450. I think they match up extremely well with the Panthers, much better than they do against the Bruins. I don't think Bobrovsky can hold up. I don't think the special teams for the Panthers can hold up. I think the I think the Panthers caught the... I think that, yes, the Panthers won the, the opening round series, but the Bruins finally got average goaltending and average shooting, and then the rest of their advanced analytics where they were kind of average in came to light. That's not going to be the case with Maple Leafs. Unless Samsonov just pisses down his leg and shits the bed, but he was pretty clutch, especially there in Game 6. So even though I'm not the biggest Elias Samsonov fan, i got to give it to him. If he can keep up that level of play, the Maple Leafs are going to be in a good spot. So I'll take the Maple Leafs in 5 at plus 450. Next up, Stars and Kraken. I will take the Dallas Stars minus 190 here against the Kraken. This should come as a surprise to no one, considering I picked the Kraken to win the Western Conference. Um, and the Kraken did pull off the first round upset, but uh, I don't think that means they're going to go on a Stanley Cup run here. Um, I said it time and time again, the Colorado Avalanche, in my opinion, were not the same Avalanche team, not even close to the same Avalanche team that won the Stanley Cup last year. Their goaltending wasn't as good. Um, no Gabriel Landeskog all year. Nazem Kadri was the most underrated guy on that team last year. He wasn't there this year. So even though the Kraken won and uh, hats off to them, I don't think we're going to see a repeat performance, especially because a big reason why they won that series was Philip Grubauer just randomly stood on his head for the entire opening round. Um, he had a 926 save percentage in the first round against the Avalanche. I don't think he's going to keep that up. Maybe he will, but I'm going to trust the season-long numbers where he had a 285 goals against average and an 895, a sub-900 save percentage. Can he just randomly turn it on for the playoffs? Maybe. I don't think so, though. Um, and also, just like the Maple Leafs Panther series, stars have a significant special teams advantage. They have the fifth best power play in the regular season, second best penalty kill, and the Kraken were 21st in both power play and penalty kill. So huge special teams advantage, which we saw in the first round, was a big difference maker in all eight series in the opening round. Power play and penalty kill played a big role. And uh, who won each series? The Stars scored nine power play goals um, against the Minnesota Wild. That was quite literally the difference in the series. And I think it's going to be the difference in this series as well. So unless Philip Grubauer stands on his head and plays his A-plus game night in and night out, the Stars are going to have an advantage here. I will take the minus 190. And I will take Stars in six at plus 430. I will say one thing about the Kraken, which helped them in the opening round. And if they do go on a run, uh, is going to help them the rest of the playoffs of, is they have the second best shooting percentage in the NHL this year. Very, very good shooting team. Much like the Bruins um, up until the opening round of the playoffs, you can hide a lot of deficiencies if you can shoot the puck really well. And if you play good goaltending. And that's what they did in the first round. But regardless, I don't think that'll keep up, especially with they're going up against a very good defensive team in the Stars, a very good goaltender in Jake Ottinger. So I will take the Stars minus 190, and I'll take them in six at plus 430. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Next up, we have uh, the Oilers. Uh, this is my favorite series bet, the one that I think is the most mispriced, in my opinion. I got them at minus 150 against the Vegas Golden Knights. I do not like the Golden Knights. I picked against them in the opening round. Uh, the Jets didn't play well, though, to be honest. Connor Hellebuck was very disappointing in the opening round for the Jets. Um, but I will list off why I don't believe in the Golden Knights. This is where they ranked uh, in the regular season in a few key uh, metrics. 22nd in Corsi percentage, 20th in Fenwick percentage. By the way, if you don't know what those are, those are that Corsi and Fenwick measures all types of shot attempts, both for and against. Corsi includes ones that miss the net and block shots and basically every single shot, including ones on goal. Fenwick does the same, but it doesn't count blocked shots because they figure uh, a block shot is actually a skill and a positive and it shouldn't be counted towards a team if you take a shot and, and it's blocked by the other team so two very similar statistics but generally people think they measure uh, possession because you can't really measure possession with a puck bouncing over but if they measure all types of shot against shot attempts both for and against it, that's as close as you're going to get to a possession type statistic so 22nd course your percentage was at golden knights 20th and fenwick percentage 16th and expected goals percentage 12th in high danger scoring chances, 12th in shooting percentage. 
The Oilers in those categories rank 7th, 13th, 4th, 3rd, and 1st. So if you're just looking at advanced metrics for the regular season, the Oilers were the much, much, much better team despite the Golden Knights winning the division. Um, And also the Oilers obviously had um, the best uh, power play in the NHL as well. Number one, the Oilers. Number two, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Connor McDavid and the Oilers. The Oilers have failed to make the Stanley Cup final in the Connor McDavid era. Largely because of a lack of defense. This is the best defensive team that they've had in the Connor McDavid era. Um, their goaltending is still extremely suspect. Suspect If if slash when they lose, it will be because of bad goaltending. They almost blew it to the Kings with bad goaltending. They outplayed the shit out of the LA Kings. They should have won that series a lot quicker um, than six. I think it was six, wasn't it? Did it go to seven? I think it was six. Um, it was, I think six, um, Stuart Skinner at one point in game six in the last game, like literally just handed them a goal, uh, literally just passed it to the guy with a wide open net. They got to figure out their goaltending. If they don't, they're not going to make, they're not going to win the Stanley cup, but still, I think they're good enough. They're better than the golden Knights in every other area that I will take them to beat the golden Knights minus minus one fifty, And I think they do it in five Oilers in five. At plus 520. Let's get back to the Eastern Conference here. It is the Devils. It is the Hurricanes. Now, if this was a first-round series, if this series was happening starting two weeks ago, I would have been taking the Hurricanes. But two things, major things have happened in the first round, which now makes me go with the Devils at minus 130. Number one, well, let me first say, the Hurricanes were my preseason pick to win the Stanley Cup and my pre-playoffs pick to win the Stanley Cup, largely because of how good they are in advanced metrics. First in Corsi percentage, first in Fenwick percentage, first in expected goals percentage. Well, the Devils are very close behind in the regular season. Fourth in Corsi, third in Fenwick, second in expected goals percentage. So the Devils aren't that far behind the Hurricanes from an advanced analytics perspective. But two two major things happened in the first round that now makes me lean the Devils in the series. Number one, Tavo Teravainen got hurt for the Carolina Hurricanes. And people are telling me he's coming back this series. You're insane. I mean, let me Google it to make sure I don't look like a complete idiot, but the guy broke his wrist. You don't come back in 10 days from a broken broken wrist. Should have Googled this, of course, as always, before it starts. And, of course, I Googled Tavo Teravainen. How, much, how, much, how many news stories about his injuries? None, because nothing is ever easy. The latest one um, came out, uh, NHL.com, April 22nd. Not relevant. This happened right after he was hurt saying to miss the rest of the first round. He broke his wrist. I would be shocked. He got hand surgery. I would be shocked if he comes back for this series or for the rest of the playoffs. So now you have Tavo Teravainen, Max Pacioretty, and the other guy whose last name I always mispronounce, Svechkinov. Andrei Svechkinov. All three of those guys, their three top wingers are now out. That's going to be tough to create uh, enough offense to beat a very good team in the New New Jersey Devils, especially because the New Jersey Devils, which is major point number two that happened in the first round, found a goaltender. Akira Schmidt had a 9.22 save percentage for them in 18 regular season games. And then against the Rangers, after being down 0-2 in the series against the Rangers, they slot him in, and he had a 9.51 save percentage and five starts since then, going 4-1 in that span. They win in seven games. They have a goaltender. The Hurricanes are hurting on offense because of injury. Uh, and I now remember that I had graphics as I'm 
now into the last series pick. So if you're watching this on YouTube, hey, look, my fun little pick graphic. Didn't do it for the other three. Always forget. Regardless, I think the Devils win the game. Or I think they win the series. I'll take them to win in seven, though. I think it's going to be the only second round series that goes to seven. So Devils in seven at plus 500. So there you go. Those are my second round series picks. I got the Maple Leafs. Minus 165 against the Panthers. I got the Stars. Minus 190 against the Crackheads from Seattle. I got the Oilers. Minus 150 against the Golden Knights. And I got the Devils. Minus 130 against the Hurricanes. So as you may have noticed, I went with all four favorites. I apologize, but I do like all four favorites in the second round. I did not do that in the first round. So don't call me a square. But if I like all the four favorites, I got to treat each series individually. I can't look at the one series and go, look, I went favorite with the other three. I got to go underdog here. I got to treat each series on an individual basis. So I have all four favorites. If I, if you were to ask me, Ian, pick one underdog, I would say probably the Panthers, to be completely honest. Game one for each game. Pretty much they line up with each series because why would it, it doesn't really make a ton of sense to pick a team to win a series and then pick them to lose game one. Um, now, sometimes like lasts uh, in the first round, sometimes I will pick a team to win a series, even bet on them first game or two. And then based on what I see in the first game or two switch and then bet on the other team. That's what I did with the Rangers and Devils. I picked the Rangers to win the series. I bet them on them to win both game one. I bet on them to win game one. I think I bet on the total in game two. And then I saw the Devils were dominating uh, five on five play. I switched, and I think that I bet the Devils all five of the last games in the series. So, um, but based on what I have, obviously the teams I'm going to pick for Game One are going to be the same teams that I picked to win the series. Maple Leafs and Panthers, though, I am going with a total bet instead because Maple Leafs are like minus one seventy five, too big of a favor for me. I'll take over six and a half at minus one fifteen for Game One between the Panthers and Maple Leafs. Uh, number one. Maple Leafs power play. I think they can notch a couple power play goals if they get the opportunities. I don't trust either goalie, even though Bobrovsky stood on his head against the Bruins there later in the series. I don't totally trust him against the Maple Leafs offense. And I don't, as much as it sucks to say, he, I mean, he was huge for us in the opening round series. I don't really trust Ilya Samsonov either. We will see. Uh, and then, of course, the Panthers being all offense, no defense. That's just the way they play the game of hockey. They're like the opposite of the New York Islanders. Thank God we don't have to watch any more New York Islanders hockey. So I'll bet on the total in Maple Leafs, uh, Panthers. I think we see a high-scoring game. I'll take over 6.5 for game one tonight. Minus 115. And then I'll go Stars, minus 165 against Kraken. Devils, plus 100 against Hurricanes. So even though the Devils are favorites in the series, they are underdogs for game one because it is in Carolina. And Oilers, only a pick em in game one in Vegas against the Golden Knights. So... No, nothing really shocking there for game one picks, but I did want to get give those out as well. Panthers, Maple Leafs, over 6.5, minus 115. Stars, minus 165 against the Kraken. Devils, plus 100 against the Hurricanes. And Oilers, minus 110 against the Golden Knights. There you have it. This has been the NHL playoff round two preview of uh, the Bacon Bets podcast here. I will have another episode, or at least I'm hoping to have another episode on Wednesday morning, which will be my Wells Fargo championship picks for this week's golf events. Hopefully, I'll be a happy camper. Hopefully, when I record that, the Maple Leafs will be up 1-0 in the series. Best of luck with all your picks. If your favorite team is still alive in the playoffs, best of luck to them. Unless you're a Panthers fan, then go fuck yourself. Gambler, bless. Like and subscribe to this video. Rate and review the podcast. I love you all, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.